Hello, welcome to this Monday evening edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Happy Monday, everyone. The last time we spoke, we had our really good interview with Josh Yowie and Chad of Penguins Twitter. Um, if you guys did not check that out, it was on last Thursday's episode. Just really, really good to pick their brains about the format since there was, a, of course, it was a monster week for the NHL and just, you know, get their thoughts on you know, the Penguins goaltending situation, you know, Nick Bukestad being out. And a bunch of other stuff. It was the longest episode this podcast has had yet. Um, always remember this show is brought to you by Built Bar. Um, we'll talk more about Built Bar later. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I know things are very, very tough right now um, in this country. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that for a little bit in this first segment. Um, if you guys want to skip this, what I have to say, um, you're more than welcome to. You know, um, I'm not going to hold it hold it against you or anything um, and, and get to the hockey in the next uh, two segments. But, um you know, just what's happening right now, just what's happening. It just, it makes me sad. Um, it just, you know, I think that's the best word to describe it. Um, I 100% understand and I support everyone that's protesting because, you know, there's, this has been a problem in this country for, uh, you, you got to go back, what, the 1600s, well, well before the 1600s, man. It's, it's, it's way back. You know, there, there, this has been a problem going way, 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 way back. You know, like before the 1400s, honestly, you know, um, we saw this come up, you know, in the Ferguson protests in the Ferguson, Missouri ones. And now with uh, the George Floyd, um, it just it, it, it breaks my heart to just see, you know, these acts of racism and the violence that, you know, they're just they're, they're too prevalent in, in today's society. I mean, like, that's honestly the best way to put it, I think, for me, you know, this shit happens so goddamn often and it's disgusting. Like I, like, I really can't say it any other way. It's just, it's absolutely disgusting. You know, like we, we always need to listen to the black communities, the African American communities, take action to support them. I mean, if we're not doing that, then what the hell are we doing? I mean, you know, these people aren't protesting just for the sake of protesting. You know, these people are scared. <laughs> I mean, they are ridiculously scared. They have a reason to be scared, and it's not just the events of last week. Like I said, this happens. All the goddamn time and nothing is done about it. And, you know, to make matters worse, you know, you have the president of the United States, you know, he's just making himself look like more of a complete doofus in office, you know, with the stuff that he says, you know, he had that quote on Twitter last week, very, very late at night. What, what, what was it like when the looting starts, the shooting starts? And it's like, yeah, like you're, you're literally just making this shit so much worse. It's, it's just making it into, in, into even more of a nightmare. I mean, and now with today, he's basically with with what he said today, he's invoking invoking a law from 1807 to send military police to break up the peaceful protest so he could like cross the street to have a photo op where where he holds the bay basically a Bible in front of a church. I mean, th this is just ridiculous to me. Um, I know I don't voice my opinions about this stuff on this podcast on on my Twitter because you know I try to keep my opinions about this stuff you know just to myself. But with all these recent events, I feel like I had to say something and share my thoughts with you guys because I'm just so disgusted with what's going on with just how the president has been acting and just, you know, the fact that, you know, there's just so much racial injustice still in this country. It's disgusting, you know, like yeah, I'm just there's just a lot of times like when this, all the time, every time when this shit happens, it just makes me embarrassed to be from this country. I'm sorry about that. That's just really how I feel when these police officers do that to these African-Americans and we have all these cases 
year after year after year with all the protests, you know, it just, it makes me embarrassed to be from this country when this shit with, with these police officers, the African-American community, when this shit keeps happening. It, it really is. It's just, a, it's a, a complete joke. And, you know, with these protests, we, we want change. Everyone wants change. I'm on that side of it. And again, you know, just while the president was speaking, you know, there was police people were actually firing gas into a couple of peaceful protesters and basically just like hitting them with their shields. And it's just like, what the hell are we doing here, man? Like, what the hell is going on? I just, I really don't understand this. In so many other goddamn countries, this shit does not happen. And yet in our country, it just, this just happens year after year after year. And it's been like that for over 400, 500 years, probably going back way longer. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. Like we need change. Like this shit needs to freaking stop. Like I really don't know how much more clear I can be. And I know I'm probably sound like I'm repeating myself, but you know, this shit needs to change. Go out and vote. But you know, I support everyone going out and protesting. This shit a hundred percent needs to stop. You know, it's, it needed to stop a long time ago. It still just, it breaks my heart that it's still happening today. It's just, it's disgusting. Um, just keep protesting, I think. I, if you keep doing this, I think we really will get somewhere. We will win. Just keep doing it. Keep demanding for change, you know, to all the African Americans out there. You know, I say, you know, I'm 100% behind you and I support you. There is no place for this racism in this country, the racial injustice that these people face every goddamn year and it just it sickens me that this continues to happen and you know with these protests you know a lot of people are doing this peacefully which is you know like like you you have your first amendment right you go out and do it and you know there's hopefully going to be some change to come i just i know i promise you guys we will make a difference if we just you know we, we stay on this pro we, we keep protesting we keep demanding for change i promise you it will make a difference and this country will be better off for it because right now, you know, just with, with everything that's going on, it's unacceptable that it's like this. And by that, of course, I mean all the racial injustice that's in this country and how there's just so much racism and hatred and all this shit that is still prevalent in all of our societies today that was like this 400, 500 years ago, like I said, and it just hasn't changed. And it's just, it's disgusting to me. But, you know, those are all my, those are my overall thoughts on that. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening to this first segment because I really wanted to get this stuff off my chest. You know, I saw I saw the protests happening, you know, all around the country um, this weekend. You know, Pittsburgh had some, though. There was a little bit of an incident with the Mario Lemieux uh, statue. Um, I'll, I'll, my thoughts on that, you know, I'm not really too fond, uh, fond of what happened there. But, you know, that that's all I'm really going to say about that. But otherwise, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, I, I love what Pittsburgh was doing. I know there's a lot happening in D.C. I'm 40 minutes outside of D.C., you know, I've seen the videos of Los Angeles. I think there was a protest um, down at my college at Virginia Tech. Loved what they were doing. Um, it make, it makes my heart really, really happy that um, a lot, just a lot of places, you know, we're all coming together and we're demanding for change, which should have happened by now. Um, I've seen a lot of um, sports teams have been coming out and releasing statements. Um, as of right now, this recording, the Pittsburgh Penguins have not released a statement um, condemning this. Um, one thing I will say, the Penguins are going to have to be very careful with their statement. Um, about a year or two ago, they had a Blue Lives Matter flag that they tweeted out. I think the tweet was deleted this morning, actually. So, yeah, they're going to have to be very, very careful careful with their statement. Um, they, the Penguins Twitter account has not tweeted in two days. Um, I assume that statement is potentially coming tonight as of Monday night, or it's going to be coming tomorrow, I believe, as of this recording, 24 of the 
uh, 31 teams have, uh, 32 teams, excuse me, have issued a statement condemning these acts against the African-American people. But um, like I said, guys, thank you really much. Thank you so much, excuse me, for listening to what I had to say for this first segment. Um, like I said, it's something I don't really talk about a lot, but you know, with what's going on in this country the last few days, I just felt like I really needed to share my thoughts um, on everything. And just, you know, like I said, to that whole African African American community out there, I support you and I'm 110% behind you every step of the way. And together, I know we will make a difference in this and changes will come. I 100% know it. So just go out, keep protesting. We will win. I, I, I promise you that. But all right, everyone. So let's make the mood a little bit better and let's talk about a protein bar, Built Bar. There are tasty protein bars that taste like a candy bar, 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. My favorite flavor is still the peanut butter brownie. 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, and 3 grams of net carbs. If you still have that offer, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so we're back on this episode for Locked On Penguins. Uh, We'll get into some hockey stuff now. Um, This day in Penguins history, I even retweeted the tweet. Let's go find it real quick. So this day, four years ago today, guys, Connor Sherry did this. One to the back. Latang has it. Waits and gave it on over to Sherry. A shot. He for about another freaking 30 seconds. But yes, Connor Sherry, game two, overtime hero against the San Jose Sharks. The Penguins went up two games to none. Of course, ended up winning the Stanley Cup final that year in six games, thanks to Chris Letang's heroics in game six with that remarkable goal. But still, that play there, man, that set play by Sidney Crosby. Um, I always remember the scene that the, his interview after the game, where he's like, yeah, you know, I made that up on the fly. Set play, went back to Letang, then basically gives it to Sherry. And, you know, beautiful screen in front by Patrick Hornquist and Martin Jones just didn't even see it. Um, I, I absolutely loved how Martin Jones basically doesn't even move there. He moves his glove like a little bit. But, yeah, he just he had no idea that was coming. I just I absolutely love that. You know, another just another more greatness uh, from Sidney Crosby. I remember exactly where I was uh, for that goal, too. Um, standing to the left side of my TV. I think my mom was on the couch and saw that play, puck go to Sherry. Uh, Sherry, 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 whatever. I'm like, I'm gonna call him Connor Sherry again because, uh, you know, he that's when he was really, really producing, and then ever since, you know, he'd said not to pronounce his name that way, his career has kind of gone down um, a dark path a little bit. So we're just gonna go back to calling him Connor Sherry, just because, you know, I feel like it. So and then, you know, that puck goes in. You know, the noise I think that me and my mom made. Um, I know I've said this before on this podcast. I'm pretty sure um, the neighbors uh, thought there was an attack going on in my house or something. I'm pretty. I don't know how. Um, they didn't file for a noise complaint or something, considering the noise that we made. That goal was just awesome, you know. Like we heard, the, blow the doors off the PPG Paints Arena. This man, what, what a what a game that was! And I think the first goal in that game was scored by Kessel. That was off the turnover. That was the HBK line because I think Brendan Dillon got stripped of the puck. Yeah, 
Uh, noted Washington Capitol, Brendan Dillon got stripped of the puck. Man, the Penguins are just torturing poor Brendan Dillon that entire series. He was just not made to go up against that Penguins team. That's uh, to be sure. Um, let's see what else is going on today in Pittsburgh Penguins history. Uh, oh, today in 1961, today is Paul Coffey's birthday. Happy birthday to him. That is also my mother's favorite player. If you bring up Paul Coffey to her, her face literally turns red because she still thinks um, he's incredibly attractive. And yeah, she loves him. Yeah, I, I could tell a story about how she met Paul Coffey for an autograph and how she had to beg my uncle to go, but that could probably go on for another five minutes. So we'll have that story for another day. Uh, let's see what else today. Uh on this day in 1965, Dan Quinn was born. On uh, this day in 1992, the Penguins, they defeated the Blackhawks in four games to win their second consecutive Stanley Cup championship. And um, who got the cup-clinching goal? Yep, none other than Ronnie Francis. So, yes, congratulations to the Penguins today. 1992, they won their second Stanley Cup back-to-back. -back. They swept the Blackhawks out of it. And just awesome stuff there. You know, that, that team was just so goddamn good. And then this day in 1996... They lost to the Panthers 3-1 to in Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Final. And I know a lot of people, especially a couple of people who have been on this podcast before, who have that series as one of the worst um, ones in Penguins history. I think some of them have that as one of the – is even worse than the Islanders one. Um, I know the Islanders one was pretty bad because, you know, with Volek um, and how that Penguins team was just so freaking stacked. But that Panthers one just hurts uh, a lot too because, you know, Mario was still at the height of his – he was still really, really good. Um, you know, I think his power, you know, Yager was still doing his thing. Um, and that Panthers team just wasn't good. And, you know, they, they trapped their way by going to the Stanley Cup final. And then, of course, they get blown out um, in the Stanley Cup final. Man, I would have loved to see the Penguins go to the Stanley Cup final that year. That would have just been awesome seeing them go up against the Avalanche. I mean, man, that, that would have just... <laughs> seeing going, having having uh, Sid go up... Uh, Sid, Wow. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going to keep that in here. That is a terrible mistake, Sidney Crosby going up against the Avalanche in 1996. That is where my brain is at today on Monday, folks. Me saying Sidney Crosby was going to go up against the Colorado Avalanche in 1996 when he wasn't even in the league yet. That's just, <laughs> wow. Uh, so seeing Mario and Yager up against Joe Sackick, that would have just been, oh, what a, what a matchup. That, that Avs team was just so goddamn good. And of course, you know, who could forget, you know, one of my favorite players ever growing up, Peter Forsberg. Um, yeah, I, I I absolutely love Peter Forsberg. You know, P Patrick Waugh was, of course, in that, who I consider to be the best goaltender of all time. I have Dominic Hasek at number two. You can fight me on that. Um, people that have Martin Brodeur up there, I laugh at you because Martin, Martin Brodeur, Martin Brodeur, whatever, is he's probably one of the most overrated goaltenders um, in NHL history. I will die on that hill. Um, I think he's, you know, he's top five, but I think people that say he's number one, number two, you're absolutely insane. There's just, to me, there's a big gap between with Waugh, Patrick Waugh and Dominic Hasek to Martin Broder. There's just a massive gap, I think, in my opinion. But yeah, just seeing how the Penguins go up against Patrick Waugh in the Stanley Cup final with Sackick and Forsberg and Claude, Claude Lemieux. Oh man, you know, that just would have been so goddamn fun. So that basically wraps up our This Day in Penguins history. We also had yesterday where the – God, I need to find this week as I am just not up to par. Yes, yesterday, three years ago, yesterday on May 31st, the Penguins scored three goals in three minutes to turn that 1-1 tie against the Predators in Game 2 to a 4-1 lead. 
I just, I was so shell-shocked when that happened. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, just not even 20 seconds into the third period, Gensel scores. And then just a, like a minute later, oh, Scott Wilson. And then just a few seconds later, Evgeny Malkin. It was just like, wow, game's over. Just like that. Um, I wish I could snap. I was never learned how to snap my fingers. It's pathetic. But, you know, just like that, I was like, wow, you know, there, there goes up. The, the Penguins go up to 2-0 two, 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 in the series. I just, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> that, that series always would just be so funny to me because Pecorine was just so goddamn awful against the Penguins in Pittsburgh, but yet he was so good in Nashville. You know, I'll never make sense of it. But with that, it is now time to talk about rockauto.com. So they're a family business. They serve auto parts customers for online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tall lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. That's rockauto.com for all those parts. All right, so for this last little segment, you know, we'll just, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I just, I, ch- I changed my mind. We're, we're going to keep talking about what, you know, what's going on just for a few more minutes. Um, there's a couple of things that I saw, you know, during this past weekend, which really, really just irked me, you know, that I actually thought of, you know, well doing the second segment. I had not written this. I actually totally forgot to write some of this stuff down, but um, just seeing like the videos on Twitter of like, you know, these police officers just a- arresting reporters for reporting what's going on and just standing there, not even doing anything, just reporting, seeing, you know, there was that CNN reporter who was put in handcuffs for just reporting the situation, you know, seeing po- police officers, you know, literally just point their guns right at um, some reporters in all these different kinds of cities, you know, like I said, for just doing their jobs. And it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, what the hell is going on here? I mean, I, I know I've said that so many times, but I mean, just what the ever living hell? Like, is this what our country has come from? So now we're going to be arresting reporters for just doing their job and reporting the facts on the situation that, like, yeah, there's a massive racism problem in this country with all the racial injustice and the hatred and we're going to have the police officers just arrest them and put them in jail for no reason. I mean, what the, I mean, what is going on? It just, it just, it sickens me, man. It just, it absolutely sickens me that that shit happened. And another thing that um, stood out to me, it was actually from this morning, Jesse Marshall actually tweeted it out. Of course, a guest on this podcast and one of my favorite writers, um, you know, I loved how the city of Pittsburgh just dumped on John Staggerwald this morning for his absolutely awful, awful column, you know, where he was basically saying that uh, racism ended when a black president was elected. Um, I, I, can't, I can't even put into words just how stupid that column was and just that point that he was trying to make, but of course failed very, very badly in doing so because it's just 100% not true. I mean, man, that, that column was just... Woof! It, it was it was really bad, and I'm glad that you know not just the city of Pittsburgh was roasting him, but a lot of people in different markets were roasting him. You know, John Staggerwald has been a, a just dog shit for many many years with a lot of shitty takes, and I'm glad that you know he's finally getting backlash that he deserves because he's just been like that for a long time. And that column was just if you guys want to go read it, go ahead. But it's it, it was it's very it's painful to read just because of how wrong he is. And, you know, just to sum it up, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, guys, you know, we're in a civil war right now. I mean, that's just whether you want to admit it or not. Um, Like I've said earlier on in this episode, um, keep protesting, you know, keep demanding for change. And I I know we're all going to win. And 
change will happen. I, I promise it. I know it's going to happen. I just know it. But before we go, though, um, I do have this one thing to share. This actually just popped up. Jason Zucker, uh, what a human he is. What a statement he just put out on his Twitter page. I'll read it to you guys right now in case you guys have not read it, read it yet. It is us versus racism. One of the most powerful things I continue to read during this time is when your children ask you about this time, when they learn about George Floyd in our history books, what will what will you say you did in response to racism and injustice? At the very, very least, you can use your voice. I am pro-justice. I am pro-racial equality. I am pro-accountability. Black Lives Matter. I will never know the plight of our black community, but you have my support and my voice. My former teammate JT Brown has been and continues to be a great example of advocacy. And when he peacefully protested on a global platform, he deserved the full support of his teammates, the NHL, and the fans supporting him. Silently was not and is not enough to be better we must listen learn and take action but most important action will always be to teach my children what is just what is true equality and what their responsibility is to our community we also believe it is our financial responsibility to support and we will continue donating to rebuild minority businesses that were affected during the protest black lives matter um wow that is jason zucker um i tip my hat to you um he had one of the best statements that I've seen um, just overall. You know, he sums up basically, you know, that's how I feel about it too. And I'm sure when you guys listen to this and when you see it on Twitter, um, I'm sure it'll um, hopefully sum up your thoughts on the situation as well. But, you know, Jason Zucker, well done. That was an incredible statement. And I'm going to be very, very curious to see what the Penguin statement looks like when they officially release theirs. Um, I know it's going to come in, going to be coming. Excuse me. I know I talked about how they haven't released one yet. They still have not. Uh, 21 minutes into this recording um, may come tonight may come tomorrow who knows but I mean they're gonna have to release one like I said it has to be very pretty carefully worded though but you know thank you to Jason Zucker for standing up and speaking out about this and as to all the teams and the players and everyone involved who has stood up and spoke out about this just keep doing this and like I said I promise we will win and change will happen so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Locked on Penguins I know it wasn't hockey heavy today but you know what um, with what's going on, this this episode was never going to be hockey heavy. I appreciate you guys listening to my thoughts on the situation, even though I probably repeated myself a lot, but I just wanted to really get my point across. So, you know, follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Also listen to the National Locked On NHL show. And I will be back later this week with another episode of Locked On Penguins. So keep it right here.